Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast, your podcast dedicated to all things Animal Crossing. Episode 148 is brought to you by Kiroaki Kitsune, Connor Martin, and Rinbop, some of our newest Patreon patrons. This week, Nina, Sergio, and I are going to talk about all of Nintendo's false advertising for New Horizons, our current daily routines in New Horizons, and more on the development of the Animal Crossing series. So to begin, hello Nina, how are you doing? Doing pretty good. How about you, Chewie? I'm doing well. And then Sergio, uh, hoping you're feeling a little bit better. How are you doing? Hi, yes, I'm doing a little bit better. Yeah, it was the fastest cold in history. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I was really bad one day, but I'm pretty much back to normal. Yeah. That's good. Um, Yeah, well, then I guess I'm glad that we waited a day for you so we could still have you on. Yeah, thank you. Um, Cool. So before we hop into the show, I keep forgetting to announce this, but I've got a couple of quick announcements. One, Chewy Plays and Haken merch is available now on Teespring. I've got links in the show notes, so click on those. You can see the cool Haken stuff we've got. It's really just like one design, um, one that Drama was very kind to have, um, I guess, commissioned for me way back mm-hmm. in the day. And I finally you know, reached out to the artist and asked if I could use it for this. And they said, yeah, go for it. So That's available. We've got some Chewy Plays merch there, too. And then the other very important thing that I want you all to know is that Nina and Sergio's Twitters are also in the show notes. So you can go and follow them there. I know my stuff has always been there. I think, Nina, your YouTube channel is also linked there. And then, Sergio, I don't know. Do you want your YouTube channel linked in the show notes? Yeah, that's fine. Cool. Yeah, Yeah. then I'll add that, too. Um, so yeah, I mean, be sure to check them out. I know some people in the comments have been saying, I really like Nina and Sergio now too. Can I (laughs) follow them anywhere? And I was like, yeah, you can. There's a bunch of cool places. So, uh, we've got those all there Uh, in case you're looking for them. They, they're not invisible. You can see them there. (laughs) (laughs) We're around. Yeah, and they're they're great. I've been really enjoying um, your post, Sergio. You do you like to do like a daily positive post for everybody? Yes, pretty awesome. <laughs> um, cool. So, anyways, let's get into the show. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about—it's kind of a short thing, but I think we need to just kind of mention this. But Nintendo has been lying to us, <laughs> and they've been lying to us specifically about Animal Crossing: New Horizons. We've seen all sorts of things in their official you know just like advertisements official merchandise and it, it we're just tired of it we want these mysteries solved we want these things in the game but they're showing us essentially things that we don't have in the game and things that we can't actually do in the game so um the first example is one that i pointed out on twitter kind of recently but it is this method of terraforming so if you're if you ever terraform you know kind of how the cliffs work. And essentially, like, you can make a curved edge, and the next block next to it, it's not going to also turn into a curved edge and create, like, a spike. I don't know how better to explain that, you know? But essentially, you can't have, like, a a spike at the front of your cliff, you know? You can't have two diagonals come to a point. Yes, exactly. Right. That That's a good way to explain it. You can have like three 
sections of cliff and those will curve into nice a, a nice little curve you know mm-hmm. but you can't turn it into a spike but i kind of like i turned on the latest animal crossing i guess trailer that nintendo put out it was basically a an overview of the characters that you're going to meet while you're on the island and everything they're all the special characters but I paused it like 8.5 seconds into the trailer because I immediately saw something and was like, you can't do that. You cannot terraform this cliff the way they have it terraformed here. (laughs) And uh, the reason I noticed it is because I've been working on a video, very slowly working on a video, uh, but I've been seeing the, I've been basically analyzing things within the game that we can't actually do or use within the game. So one of these, I noticed it on Harv's Island specifically. And if you go to Harv's Island, you'll see a cliff like this. You you just got to go to the left of his house. Mm. It's a lot easier to see if you go into camera mode. But if you go into camera mode, you can just like tilt the angle up and clear as day. You'll see one of these cliffs that ends at a point where it's just like two little diagonals that create a point right right? Right. Mm -hmm. it's not fair why can't we do that (laughs) like (laughs) i i okay i don't know i just like to get my island looking as as natural as possible Mm -hmm. you know like oh this river here this is a river that i think works you know like i feel like this is a believable realistic enough river as realistic as you can get in a video game especially one like animal crossing you know um but it's believable, you know, like yeah. I feel like that's kind of what I want to get out of my island. And sometimes I'm like terraforming a cliff and I'm like, <laughs> how can I change this up enough to make it look like I didn't plan it? <laughs> like this is just how it was. Yeah. And obviously, like, you know, that's the that's the secret there because you are planning it. You yeah. are making it look how you want it to look. But you don't want people to know that. No. <laughs> I spend most of my time terraforming trying to make it look like I haven't terraformed. Yeah, exactly. Like you want it to look like, oh, this is ha- always how this place has been. I can't believe you lucked out so badly with this <laughs> island. I really wish I could find a map like that yeah. you know, when I'm starting the game. So I don't know. Like when I see things like that, I'm just like, uh, just that little element, if I could add that to my cliffs on my island, it would make them look so much more natural, so much mm. more realistic, you know? Um, I'm going to have to go I to guess... Harv's Island. I don't think I've ever noticed that before. Yeah, and I'm telling you, like, I only noticed it specifically because, like, <laughs> I'm using the camera mode in all of these places and trying to see things that I haven't really seen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay, I've got to say this, but there's one section. You'll see it when you uh, kind of use the camera there to look at that cliff specifically. Mm-hmm. But there's one little bit of the river that's terraformed. And I'm just like, why didn't they just like fill it in and then make it curve here? <laughs> oh, why no. Is this... You don't like something? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> it's just like this one little tiny detail where I'm just like, really you didn't like I could have terraformed this for you but this fence is blocking me I can't do it I really like Harv's fences too I want those yeah I mean that's one thing that's in the game that we can't get either and yeah I'm pointing out a lot of these things in my video that I'm trying to have done by Friday to finally (laughs) come back here um but anyways I guess does this bother you do you want to be able to terraform cliffs like that yeah in the only reason that I can think for this is because 
you know that diagonal space it's it's basically a void space you can't put a path on it or you cannot mm -hmm. drop or place items there and i guess nintendo doesn't want to have two of those next to each other but other than that there's no reason for it i wish we could um not only for terraforming but also for shaping rivers with mm -hmm. spikes basically yeah and honestly like the only reason that i could see them like kind of going against it is as i'm breaking down cliffs i do kind of appreciate I guess I I break them down in a specific way where it doesn't take two hits to destroy a section right. of cliff, mm -hmm. you know? Like, when you move down in a line, it's like, oh, you hit this one section, it turned into the curved angle, then you hit it again to actually get rid of it, you know? Yes. Um, there's little tricks around that <laughs> to yeah. make you it faster. You have to do it like a checkerboard, sort of. Yeah, yeah. And there's also, like, if you just ignore that little curved section and go to the cliff right next to it and mm -hmm. hit that one mm -hmm. it'll get rid of that curved section as well yeah, so it's right. like you know to some extent it makes it a little bit faster to terraform and i get that but like overall i'm just like i i think i'd rather have it as a design feature like i'd rather it be a cool way for yes. me to to customize my island and make it look more unique you know like i don't mind the extra time it takes for me to break down this little section if i could just you know make it look cool <laughs> i mean it just keeps coming back to nintendo not liking diagonals because we can't do the stairs or the ramps diagonal um, mm -hmm. like we waterfalls don't have, can't fall yeah. diagonally. Oh. We, and we don't have like flowers or weeds that can grow diagonally, like a, a little half square. I'm thinking like in the Sims, they have mm -hmm. weeds and bushes that kind of fill in with triangles of a, of a half square. Um, yeah, that would be really cool too. You could have weeds like up against your diagonal cliff if you really wanted to. Yeah, and I think, you know, overall, it probably just, like, complicates how they totally. designed things. For example, like, I'm thinking if there was this really long wall that I want to carve into and I just hit somewhere in the middle, is it going to create a diagonal? Mm -hmm. What direction is that diagonal going to be facing at that point? Or will it just destroy the whole thing, you know? I and I feel know. like a lot of these were decisions mm -hmm. made based on, like, okay, the player is going to be essentially learning how to do this and figuring out all of the little tricks and stuff. Like, And I think they optimize it so it's as easy as possible for yeah. a player to pick up on. But at the same time, I'm just like, the rivers, though. Like, <laughs> it's still tricky. really hard to terraform rivers. <laughs> um, but I feel like if yeah. we've gone to half increments with our furniture we can get a little bit closer maybe diagonals will be in the next animal crossing can, can i also mention that though like the half increments in the furniture mm -hmm. why does a 0.5 by 0.5 item not fit into a 0.5 by 0.5 space yes. like it still takes up that whole space <laughs> exactly like can I put eight coffee cups like on this little section of table here? <laughs> you still can't um, put anything in the middle of the table. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so weird. I mean, I don't know. 
I guess I'm being nitpicky at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I did want to mention a couple other things that we've seen, um, specifically trees right next to rivers mm-hmm. or cliffs. There have been a couple images or trailers that have shown that you know, whatever engine Nintendo is running this game in, it lets them do this, mm-hmm. but they can put a, a tree <laughs> right next to a river. And how awesome would that be? Like, it's such a small thing. But I think it adds so much character to it. Like, especially like, you know, if you just had a lot of people have their like little river skippy spots, Mm -hmm. you know, like they'll have a section of land in the middle of the river. Imagine just being able to put a little tree there. Oh, just in the middle of a little section of river. You know what, though? It would bother me that it was a round tree on a square tile. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell right now that that would bother me. I guess that's kind of true, you know. Um, <laughs> but I mean, let us terraform a round little yeah, tile then. That's true. Or <laughs> if least... it's all by itself, it just turns round on its own. Oh, yeah. or if the river eventually turned it round, that would be amazing. Oh, some natural <laughs> erosion going on. Yes. Oh, man. This is going to be Animal Crossing in 4K, 8K. <laughs> By the time they come up with that idea, you know. <laughs> We're going to have the Grand Canyon. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I guess the last little thing I wanted to point out, too, is like uh, a lot of people are complaining about white fences, for mm-hmm. example. And we've got two specific kinds that we've seen in the white versions. One is like the regular picket fence. Uh, what do they officially call that? The wooden fence, the simple wooden fence. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It looks like a picket fence. And it basically, I don't know, you can't really make it in any color but like that kind of beige tan Mm -hmm. color and so you know people want to be able to customize these fences the other one that we've seen is kind of the lattice fence Mm -hmm. and this one is crazy uh specifically because it is actually coming out in some official animal crossing merchandise so yes i've seen this on twitter people are very angry (laughs) yeah yeah so i first kind of I guess saw it on Mayor Mori's video where he is the biggest like Animal Crossing card collector that of all time. Like even beyond just the existing amiibo cards, like he has all of the e-reader cards from like the GameCube game and everything. He has these really cool special cards that are like see-through and you layer them to create settings. They came out during the the movie in Japan. Mm Um, so he has a huge collection of cards, but anyways, there's some that are similar to those, like the see-through cards where you layer them and create a setting. Those are coming out again for New Horizons, and this set specifically has one of the scenes that has the white lattice fences on them. So, Mm -hmm. like, these things that aren't in the game are making their way into physical media that we can collect and get, you know? know. And it just seems so weird to see that happen just with us not being able to actually Mm -hmm. get that in the game, right? Yeah. Looking closely at this art, though, it must have been made very early on in development because the paths... um, So there's also a bridge and some stairs in this picture. And the brick path going to the stairs and going to the bridge don't quite reach. They stop short. 
um, which mm. is something that I remember being in the really early trailers, and people were like, no, we need oh, yeah. <laughs> this path <laughs> yeah. to connect straight to the bridge, which we can do now. So I'm thinking this must be such an old um, drawing or render or whatever you call it, um, that maybe they updated just the textures for to make it look more um, like the game we're playing now, but they forgot about the paths and the white fences. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who knows? And, you know, honestly, like, I'm hoping that this is all just a sign that eventually we will be able to customize our fencing and yeah. everything. Yeah, <sighs> I would love honestly, it. Honestly... Yeah, if they could add just like a mossy version of every fence, mm -hmm. I would not be sad. I would love that. <laughs> I would love it to even just be like green, blue, white, pink. Like let us just have some mm -hmm. some regular old colors to choose from that any of the fences could be. <laughs> right, exactly. Yes. Yeah, you're totally right. And, you know, on top of that, like let me choose two different textures to be on it. Yeah, yeah. let me choose a blue fence or whatever, but also mossy. <laughs> that would be interesting. Yeah, it would be pretty cool. Like an overlay. Um, yeah. So anyways, I mean, Nintendo's lying to us at this point. We we see it. We're not dumb, <laughs> Nintendo. Just, you know, make it happen. Give us these things that you are telling us that we have, but we don't. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that same picture also drama tweeted that it's on a puzzle now. You can buy an Animal oh, yeah, Crossing yeah. puzzle with that picture on it. Solve the puzzle yourself, Nintendo. Put it in the game. <laughs> Complete our puzzle right now, right here. Nice. Um, yeah. So, I mean, once again, like, I hope it's something that comes. And, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about development later in the show. So it's a possibility. I don't, I'm not going to put it like you know completely write it off as something that'll never happen but i think it could i think it really could um so let's go ahead and get into our next little section but i have recently built a routine for myself in new horizons this is something that hasn't existed for me all summer but i wanted to actually talk to both of you about animal crossing routines once again we've talked about this before but i think back when we did it i didn't really have one so i wanted to share with you both mine but also see what you are both doing for your routines as well so um, I guess since I've, you know, set this up, essentially, I should talk about my routine a little bit, right? Please, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So recently, I don't know how many people know this, but I've achieved a five-star island. Haken is now. Nice. Yeah, I know. I can't believe. Have you both been like five stars this whole time? Um, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, see, so I'm behind here. Obviously, I'm not playing the same game as both of you. I've I've been playing the Destroy Everything in Terraform for two months yeah. game. Right, right. <laughs> You've been hard at work. Um, yeah, so all that hard work has paid off. I finally have, you know, basically completed how I want my island to look and everything. So I'm happy about that. But... Now, I mean, you know, complete as in I'm not going to be doing major terraforming projects here. Um, but now that I've gotten to that point, I've added inclines and bridges and stuff. I've finally built out some rivers and all of this helped me get to five stars somehow. It was really crazy because specifically it was an incline that took me to that wow. five stars. 
Yeah, and I know I know this is the case because I built the incline one day, and then I noticed that there was a um, a lily of the valley in my island that had grown naturally, mm-hmm. and then I destroyed that same incline because I wanted to move it <laughs> a little bit, and I went back down to four stars when I did that. Wow! So. Yeah, because it's based it, on a point system. If anybody, you know, missed earlier episodes when we talked a little more about this, um, you know, having certain numbers of inclines and bridges in your town and flowers and trees and everything um, will eventually get you enough points um, to, to four stars. So that's exciting. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I that incline got me the points that I needed <laughs> to be five stars. Um so yeah, now that I'm five stars, I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, I feel like I can relax a little bit. I mean, I'm still, you know, five stars. You you can be surprised how bad some areas of your island still look <laughs> when you're five stars. So there's a lot of stuff that I'm still like, hmm. you know, wanting to develop and everything. But since I'm at five stars, I'm just like, I feel a lot less pressure to do it. And I'm just like, oh, when I feel like it, I'll get to it. But I still feel like playing Animal Crossing, right? So now I feel like I've gotten to that old routine that Animal Crossing tends to get you into Mm -hmm. where you're just like, you have your set tasks that you're doing on a daily basis, right? Right. So mine are, I kind of just open up the game. Of course, see Isabel, you know, we all do that. But I, you know, I either get a call or check my mail first. I usually I try to sell everything to the Nooklings because I do get a little bit extra money. Um, but if I didn't sell anything, I just check my mail. Mm-hmm. From there, I run back inside to my, uh, inside my home and change. Changing is... I guess a big part of the game for me this time, just because I really like going into that closet and seeing my little character try on different things. I think it's a cute way to handle it, you know? And there's so much clothing in this game. It's awesome. Yeah, there really is a ton and so many different colors of it all too. Mm -hmm. It's really great. Um, From there, I feel like, okay, now I'm starting my day. I run around the town. I shake trees. I pick up sticks. I finally started picking up the sticks. I just sell them at this point (laughs) Uh, because I have way too many of them from the time I shook all the trees to get a bunch of acorns and pine cones. Um, You know, every once in a while, uh, while I'm shaking the trees, a pine cone or an acorn will drop out, and that's really nice. I'll dig up my fossils, I'll hit my rocks, I'll find my little gold spot. I don't usually plant anything in it, um, but, you know, it's nice to just get the thousand bells or whatever. Right. And I'll chat with any of my villagers that I run into during that time. And then from there, I I feel like it's time to, like, kind of regroup on some things, so... I go to the museum and I'll, you know, in case I got red or something, I'll donate a painting or not if it's fake. (laughs) And then I'll have Blathers inspect my fossils. And then once that's all set, like my pockets are pretty full from there. So that's when I head over to Nook's Cranny. And at Nook's Cranny, I essentially just like see what's in the shop. I sell my stuff and I will specifically buy five pieces of wrapping paper and 50 apples because there are five villagers who haven't given me their photos yet. (laughs) 
And so, you know, I just make sure to be ready as I'm taking my next trip into the town. Um, so from there, like I said, I'm back into the town. And I'll comb the beaches for special goods slash, like, looking for special characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, because at that point, I've somehow managed to not see if I've gotten, like, a special character after running all over my island. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, sometimes it's, like, Gulliver, Gulliver, or I guess those are the two that'll appear on your beach. Right. Um, and then, yeah, once I'm done, like, combing the bo- beaches, uh, it, well, you know, usually I get my DIY thing mm-hmm. as well, uh, my little bottle. Um, from there, I head over to the resident services, and then I check my recycling bin, um, see if there's any goodies in there, and then I'll go to the Nook Stop and make sure I get my my points for checking in. And then I also like to check the special goods, see if there's a KK Slider song I don't have. Usually there isn't because I know I'm I know I'm missing only five wow. at this point. Oh. Yeah, and, and I'm specifically not telling anybody which five I'm missing because I don't want anyone to send them <laughs> to me. I like to be able to look forward to Saturday yeah. where when KK Slider is like actually there playing music. And, you know, just I like that I'm going to get something new that I'm, I haven't gotten, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and so then I'll also scan in an Amiibo. So Ooh, I'm at that point. Day. Yeah, I'm back on the daily for Amiibo scanning. And it's specifically because I'm getting my place Halloween ready, you know? Mm-hmm. So I have to have my whole cast of characters uh, ready for a fun October with me, you know? Um, and then, so, you know, since I've scanned an Amiibo, that's when I'll head over to the campsite. I'll go talk to them. I'll do their little DIY crafting task. Mm. And then I'm pretty much done at that point. I just swim around for Pascal. I've turned it into a daily thing. I know last time we talked. Yeah, last time we talked, I haven't been doing that daily, but now I do. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, once I'm finally done with that, I will sell whatever in my pockets. And then I'll head over to Able Sisters. That's my last little stop before it gets into like free play, do whatever I want, you know? That sounds like so much. How how much time do you think you're spending on average per day? I want to say it's like a good hour, hour and a half okay. of activities. Yeah. So it's a pretty full day compared to like how I was playing before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I don't know, most of it is just really that like I'm enjoying my island where it is now. So it feels like it's a place where I live and now I can just kind of enjoy the activities that are available to me, you know? Yeah. Right. I'm so glad that you've gotten to a point in all your terraforming that you're kind of feeling like it's home again. That's so nice. Yeah. Cause honestly, like I felt definitely like my Island was just, it was hard to be there some days <laughs> where yeah. I was just like, I'd log in and I'd spend maybe 20 minutes. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm just thinking of, all the things that I still need to do with this island to make it look like an island, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it, I don't know, it got to me and I would spend very little time in there now, but now I'm just like, oh man, I really enjoy running around this place. It feels alive all of a sudden, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's yeah. what we need to do. Um, so Saturday, I think we're supposed to 
visit the Haken Home Designer winners on stream. I still haven't DM'd mm-hmm. them, but that is going to happen. So um, <laughs> hopefully if that does happen, unless um, you know we can't work out times with them. But if it does happen, we should do our after stream touring your island. Yeah, that would be great. I'd love to show you around and show you all the things that I've been doing. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah, you can see my official five-star Haken Island. Oh, cool. <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> see, we can have a viewing of your, your flower. Yeah, and it, there's still a lot. Like, you know, like I said at the beginning, like you'd be surprised at how much work a five-star island still needs to really feel full, mm-hmm. you know? That's okay. Yeah. Um, cool. So, I mean, that's basically my stuff right now. Kind of a long list of activities and things. But it, it's been really fun. I've been enjoying it a lot. And redecorating my house. So many things oh. are really fun in this game. Oh, yeah. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I guess, Sergio, I guess, what what does your routine look like? Or if you have one at this point? Yeah, I do. And it's, it's kind of changing. But honestly, I kind of want to change it back to what it was. So (laughs) basically before, you know, I I said on the show before that I would play right at 5 a.m. when the new day begins in-game. I kind of like doing that. But lately, I changed it. The first time I play during the day is usually after work, sometime in the afternoon. And the only thing I do is I go to the shops, you know, Nook's Cranny and the Able Sisters. And then I look for the special character, the visiting character, just in case... It's one of those characters that it's only going to be around during normal hours, basically, business hours. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> I stop. I leave the rest for the next day, and I play around 3 a.m. <laughs> like the crazy person I am. <laughs> <laughs> so I do most of my game time around that time nowadays. And what I usually do is, since there's a rock in my backyard, usually that's what I start with. I, I hit the rocks, and I go on like this path that I know that links all the all the rocks to it. And then I go for the cedar trees and get the items and the wasps. And then after that, I usually have extra flowers to get, you know, the hybrids. And mm-hmm. I need to uh, plant some that I want to keep or sell some extras. Usually it's extras that I want to sell. And then just go about doing things as they come up. I go to resident services. Like you said, I check the the... The box for recycled items, and then I I also scan an Amiibo every day, and then I go and see what their request is. If it's something simple, I'll usually do it. If it's very complicated or it requires a lot of resources, I'm like, nah, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did want to ask you. So you're scanning an Amiibo pretty regularly? Yes. <laughs> um, do you still do kind of just like a random one? Yes. What I did is I gather all my extra Amiibo cards, and I put them in order. And then I just grab one and put them on another pile. So I'm going in order of my extras. Wow. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty fun. So who was the most recent one you scanned in? Tutu, twice. Wow. <laughs> oh, cute. Yeah. Yeah, she's very nice. So I like her. Yeah. And that's that's about it. Um, if the Usually the special character, like I said, I do it um, in the afternoon just to, to have that done. But like I said, I kind of want to go back to just doing everything at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of seemed more cohesive that way. I can do everything, and then I just know the only thing I got to do after work is check the shops and then just free time, like I said, play whatever I feel like doing. I, honestly, I want to go back to that starting tomorrow. 
Oh, well, oh, and the game is awesome. so beautiful at 5 a.m. If, if you guys haven't tried playing yes. at that time, you've got to try playing, you listeners. I, I don't think that hour exists, does it? Oh, it does. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, to- I will tell you, the earliest I've played recently has been 6 a.m., and it was basically we were having this really crazy wind storm, and... Um, our power went out for a while and I was just like, uh, I guess I'm, I mean, I'm up, I'm just going to play some animal crossing at 6am right now. <laughs> and because I never am up that early and I wanted to catch the tune that played mm-hmm. right then. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm definitely down to maybe one day hit that 5am tune up. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Oh, another big change. I'm kind of going back on my word here, but I'm not letting my villagers leave anymore. <gasps> I, oh. I said, no, this game is too risky. Before <laughs> somebody really breaks my heart, I, I got to stop this. And so I don't let them go anymore. And I actually invited some of my old favorites back. I got Sky, Eric, and Diana. I got them back. <gasps> oh, wow. They so you moved none, them in. None of them are allowed to leave. Yeah, no. What? <laughs> oh, no. oh, wow. So, so you have to tell us to the your, same. your 10. Who do you have? So I have Curly and Sylvia. Those were the starters. Mm-hmm. I have Mary, Eric, and Sky, Charlize, Diana, Wolfgang, and Matilda. Whoa. I think that's ten, right? <laughs> oh, and Julian. <laughs> Julian. Oh, oh, there you go. Yes. So that's awesome. yeah, I cannot really think of anyone that I would be okay with leaving. Um, wow. Maybe Charlize, but she has been around for so long that no, she's part of it. She's part of Castaño mm. for sure. She, you can let her leave. <laughs> I think she's cool. I don't mind her. Wow. Jackie doesn't like her either. But yeah, I'm like, oh, Jackie. I, think she's fine. I call her Charlize Baron. Yes, that should be her name. <laughs> uh, I guess, Sergio, uh, how many of their photos do you have? Oh, man. I have eight. I'm, I'm working on Eric and who else oh, I'm working Eric. Oh, Diana. And I wow. think I got Sylvia's, but I think I sold it on accident because. I don't have a record of it. I don't have it. Oh, no. Oh, no. And I don't think you can check in the catalog to see if you had it or not. Maybe she should yeah, give you know. another one. I don't know. How does that work? Yeah. Like, every, one, every once in a while, I still give her a gift just in case yeah. I actually never got it. But I think I did. I'm pretty sure I did. Oh, my gosh. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, and I know I'm interrupting your flow, but um, can you tell us your 10, Chewy? Um, yeah, let me, uh, okay, let me try to remember. I know I'm always going to have Grizzly and Pearl at this point. Like, they're just too, I just like them too much to not, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? (laughs) And then, so right now, the tricky part is, like, I'm definitely moving some of these out right now. Uh, Bon Bon is going to be the first one to go, unfortunately. I've really, really liked having her, Mm -hmm. but... I have her photo now, and I have this whole cast of characters I want for Halloween. So, Bon Bon, she's going to get replaced by Anka. And I actually decided on Anka pretty quickly just because it's her birthday very soon. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, nice. So, I want to be able to celebrate that. Henry, I'm going to move him out right after uh, Bon Bon as well, and after his birthday next Monday. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) that's pretty close. But he's a frog. I'm going to move him out for Kiki. So she's going to be my little black cat for Halloween. Um, 
And then I have, okay, so Pearl, Grizzly, Bonbon, Henry. I have Kevin Bacon. I have Eunice. I have Benedict, Deirdre, uh, do you Bella. Do Roscoe? No, Roscoe moved to my friend Edwin's place, Ooh, okay. actually. I, I saw him over there. He didn't know he moved in from Haken, so that was fun. <laughs> he also got my tipper. Tipper moved oh, over there on. as well. Yeah, so a couple of friends over there. Um, and then I said Bella last. Tabby the cat. Mm. Oh, nice. And I think that's all of them, right? I think that's 10. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the ones I'm working on getting right now are Anka, Tiffany, Lucky, and Kiki for sure. And then probably <laughs> Nina's favorite, <laughs> Rasher. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nina's favorite, Rasher. <laughs> I stopped in on one of Chewie's, like, later streams, which I usually don't get to watch because I was I sleep so early since I get up so early. <laughs> and as soon as I entered, someone in – or I saw that um, – Chewie was scanning in Rasher, and someone in the chat was like, oh, don't tell Nina. <laughs> I was like, what am I walking in on? <laughs> it was <Yep>. unreal. <laughs> I mean, it was normally it would have been a surprise when you came over. <gasps> no, I'm never coming over now. <laughs> Except for on Saturday. You'll love him. <laughs> You'll love him. I, I hope that um, New Horizons gives me like a new love for him because honestly, the characters, um, just the way that they've like created the character, what is it? What am I trying? The forms of them and their new outfits and everything—they're just so cute in New Horizons. It's hard to hate anybody. Yeah, and that's <laughs> how I feel about him. Honestly, too, like every character I see in it, I'm just like, oh, he looks so just. HD and great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're my best friend now. <laughs> I totally got us off track, though. I'm sorry, Sergio. You were in the middle of your daily routine. Oh, no, no. That, that was a routine. And I guess that's the biggest change, really, not letting my villagers leave anymore. Not letting them leave. <laughs> that's amazing. They're trapped. <laughs> yeah. They're trapped forever. Trapped. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, Nina, what's your routine these days? Your time traveling routine. My time traveling. <laughs> my my um demi time traveling. I I'm working You're on this. Time traveling. Yeah, untime traveling. I'm working on this. I um lately have been having a hard time um dividing my free time, which is you know few and far between to begin with, but having mm -hmm. trouble dividing dividing my free time with other video games I've been playing um, and I've started working on a comic too in my free time so that's taking up a lot of time um, and it's awesome oh thanks well we're, it's getting there <laughs> it's getting there um, so it's tricky I I have kind of pushed Animal Crossing to the back burner and I hate it it is like eating me up inside so <laughs> I need to start adding it to my nightly routine I was talking to some people on stream I think it was Q who said that he plays right before bed which I think is a great idea which I can't do it tonight because we're recording but starting <laughs> tomorrow it's gonna be my nighttime routine to just kind of go around my island but anyways those are dreams of the future right now my daily routine is a weekly routine <laughs> where on Saturday or Sunday I'm playing 
for a couple hours going through the week. So I'll time travel backwards to that past Monday and um, I'll check to see who the visitor is, who like the special visitor, somebody selling something. I'll check in with my villagers to make sure they're not mad that I'm not playing the game. Um, I kind of go around and do some cleanup with weeds and sticks and fossils. But I've even stopped um, stopped having blathers assess the fossils. I just am kind of selling them now. So <laughs> I need to work on that too. I've already gotten... So just as like an unassessed fossil. Yeah, because I've gotten... I have all the fossils in the museum and I've gotten the last nook mile of like fossil assessor or whatever that is. Right. Um, so it's really just like monetary value that that's making the difference. And um, I don't know, it just doesn't seem worth it to me at the moment, at the way I'm playing it right now. As soon as I get back into my routine, <laughs> I will definitely be assessing the fossils. Um, yeah. So then after I've done like done that, checked the shops, then I'll move forward to Tuesday and do the same thing over again. Then I'll move forward to Wednesday and I'll keep going. Um and mostly like the motivation behind this, because it does take a lot of time and it's a lot of logging in and out. Um, the motivation behind it is Red and Gullivar. Honestly, I don't want to miss them ever. <laughs> the last couple of times I had Red, except for this weekend, but the last couple of times before that I've had Red, everything has been fake. So it's been very slow going with Red. Um, mm. And I just am stockpiling pirate goods like <laughs> i still haven't gone through the whole list of everything gullivar gets um and i want duplicates of lots of things so gullivar mm. is a hot commodity on keel hall right now um <laughs> if it wasn't for the two of them i'm not sure that i'd be working so hard on time traveling going through the week um because yeah. like even on saturdays and sundays I kind of just skip forward. I don't I don't mind missing KK. I know I'll get his songs eventually. Um and mm -hmm. I don't really buy turnips at the moment. So, I don't let I don't let little baby Joan um bother me either. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that you showed off an item that was like a carpet that was a map. Is that <gasps> one of the Gullivar items? I don't I think so because Tab sent it to me. I I oh. um I let her come and get some black cosmos from my island on stream, and she surprised me with it. Um, but wow. it does say, like, pirate carpet or something like that, pirate rug. So yeah. I think that it has to be a Gullivar item because of that. It's amazing. If you guys didn't get to oh. see it, it's like it's like a treasure map. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. like old But for looking, your feet. But for your feet. <laughs> And it has, like, the <laughs> compass rose, and it has, like, ships and sea monsters, and uh, it's really it, – I screamed a little bit. It was <laughs> amazing. <laughs> yeah. The, those items are so cool. Like, all the time we see a new one from there because mm -hmm. Jackie and I, we don't really, like, look up what's available or anything. We just kind of, like, do the tasks, and then we like to get surprised at what we get, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. But every once in a while, we'll be, like, watching a video or somebody playing, and then we'll see something that they got, and we're like, that is, that's a Gullivar item, and we need it. <laughs> <laughs> he has so many good ones. Yeah, there's so many that yeah. are just, like, super worth it. <laughs> Man, and then um, once Tav gave me that, I had to do a little tour of my um, my pirate ship house, because I, it's really starting to come together with all these Gullivar yeah. items. <laughs> yeah, your house is looking awesome. I'm, I'm very it. excited about <laughs> it. Um, 
Yeah. So yeah, mostly mostly just kind of um, some island cleanup, making sure to talk with residents. Um, I'm having trouble <laughs> popping balloons. I still have zero new fall recipes. Oh. Um, so I'm excited to get back into playing more often so I can get fall recipes and I can shake trees. Um, yeah. I have them all, and I send <gasps> my duplicates to Jackie usually, mm-hmm. but she's like, she's pretty far along getting them all, so I'm going to start getting duplicates that she has already yeah, as well. Yeah, send so. me your triplicates. Yeah, you'll get triplicates <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Please. Um, but yeah. I also have a big keel haul update, which, I, Chuve, you know, because you watched me do it, but... Um, mm-hmm. I let um, Gaston leave Kilhall, my my very favorite. <laughs> I know my it's crazy. very favorite. I um, here we have Sergio, <sighs> yes. all of a sudden not letting anybody leave, <laughs> and you let your very best friend leave. We're, we've flip flopped. Wow. I'm Sergio now, <laughs> Sergio, <laughs> and it's Nino, Sergio. Nino, and Sergio. <laughs> yeah i mean we all know it's because he betrayed you and sent you fake art you know that was just bad timing he was getting too (laughs) complacent as you know my first mate (laughs) he so okay as much as i love gaston i have his picture um and i have two crankies on my island um but one morning that I was time traveling through, Isabel said, oh, there's somebody on your campsite, which is super exciting because there's never anyone in the campsite. (laughs) So I immediately went to the campsite and this little koala that I have never seen before was in the tent, which surprised me because I thought I knew everyone. Like I even know most of the ones, most of the residents who have been like discontinued, you know, like the little (laughs) tropical residents. Um, and um, so he was very surprising to me. His name is Gonzo. He's a cranky koala, and he has, like, cute white eyebrows. I, mean, I just fell in love with him immediately. I love the crankies to begin with. Um, yeah. And the koalas, I've <sighs> talked about them before. Yes. They're so cute. Yes. I love the koalas. And he has on, like, a really cute, like, reindeer-looking sweater. So he's ready for the fall like I am. Um, <laughs> so I had to wrestle with my you know, I, I didn't want three cranky villagers. I like having a balance of villagers in my town. Um, and Buzz's house is really themed to the area in Keel Hall it's in right now. Um, he has like a whole Japanese garden around his house. So I didn't want to let Buzz leave. Um, and I don't have his picture yet. So I was left with <laughs> guests on. <laughs> um, yeah. And I did the little campsite cheat where um, they, if you win the little game you play with them and have them move into your town, they'll say something like, oh, um, you know, I heard Lily is looking to move. And if you don't want Lily to move, you have to quit your game without saving. And then you can go back into the campsite and try again, and they'll change who they want to move. But if your game does save, then they'll keep saying Lily over and over again or whoever. So I did it. I think I had to do it three times for him to choose Gaston. Um, And it ended up working out because I looked up his house and it's a cute cabin. So it'll look nice up in my pirate area. Um, (laughs) So I I just it just kind of happened. I'm going to miss Gaston a lot and I feel bad cheating my way into Gonzo's heart. But I was ready for a new (laughs) villager. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, that's always exciting. It's good to get like something fresh in the game every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I was feeling. Even though I and and I have Gaston's amiibo, so I can always invite him back if I need to. Oh, nice, nice. That makes it a lot easier. It does. It definitely does. (laughs) Yeah, but I just was so surprised I didn't know Gonzo existed. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he's a great one. I've been really liking him, and I think I've seen him like gain some popularity in this game too. Oh, from cool! People meeting him for the first time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I do know Jackie lately has been like, uh, I really wish I didn't let Eugene leave. So Aww. she's feeling that. I mean, we have all the amiibo cards and everything, yeah. but you know, knowing that she's like starting over with like a basically a fresh character, mm-hmm. it. She's just like, oh, I don't know if he's going to be the same. You oh, know? <laughs> yeah, instead of him remembering. Yeah. Mm. But I don't know. She's still deciding on what to do with that. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, that's a pretty cool, like, you know, just way to play. It's definitely, like, the working woman's way to play the game <laughs> at this point. Where, you're, you know, you're busy throughout the week. It's hard to get to it. It so. is. Why not utilize that feature to just time travel through it? And, I, you know, as much as we give people flack for time traveling, we don't ever mean it. Right, <laughs> we want people exactly. to enjoy the game. They want to the way they can, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is an argument that I made toward, you know, initially a lot of people thought that Nintendo would get rid of time traveling and not let you do it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, the only way they would do that is if they make everything like 24 hours accessible mm-hmm. because, you know, they understand people have work and they have lives and they have families and things that they can't really spend a lot of time skipping you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so y- it makes sense to have the time traveling feature so people can still enjoy the game to some extent without, you know, having to be subject to what the Animal Crossing timeline is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. it's not a long term. Um, well, it kind of had become long term, but I don't want it to be any more of a long term habit that I've gotten into. Um, I do miss playing it every day because... I played New Leaf for three or four years daily, um, and that's just kind of how I play. So I'm I'm looking forward to attempting playing it every night instead as like my last thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's really it's really nice to fit it into your schedule when you can. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, cool. Yeah. Well, it was fun chatting with you all about your uh, different routines <laughs> through the game. But let's go ahead and get to our last little segment here, and this is more on Animal Crossing development. So this is a continuation of last week, where we kind of talked about some of the new things we learned about the development process for uh, New Horizons and the. I guess I we got a lot more. Um, and by a lot more, I mean, like, Nintendo actually did, like, a whole presentation at this official thing. We mentioned it last week. But in this presentation, we, that we got a little bit more in-depth from Famitsu, who was happy to share, like, some of the notes and videos because it was all done digitally, um, you know. Right now, there's not really any public meetings at this point, Mm. so digital is the way it has to go. Um, But basically, a while back, I remember seeing this tweet, and I want to say maybe it was from... It was from some Nintendo news outlet, like Go Nintendo or something like that, but 
they the tweet essentially said that Ayakio Goku said that New Horizons represents the third generation of Animal Crossing. And I don't know about both of you, but I found that really confusing. I didn't really understand because I was like, well, there are a lot more games than that. (laughs) There's, you know, the first there's about five Animal Crossing games right now. So I really was wondering how they kind of defined the different generations of Animal Crossing. And this presentation actually enlightened me, at least, on what they meant exactly by that. So um, Ayakyo Goku was kind of going over her thought process on this, or kind of like what is their development process and why they consider this the third generation. And... um, Basically, she said the first generation was via recording media. So the gameplay was very, I guess, time-based to the player. Mm. And, you know, it was asymmetric in the way where a player would log in, do their things. Another player would log in, do their things. There wasn't really a way for them to play together. It was a very disconnected experience, but... It was all done through like, oh, we record this player's progress and then the next player logs in and we record their progress. And, you know, it shares back and forth that way. That was the communication there. The next generation, the second generation, they said it was via the Internet. So this is Wild World City Folk and New Leaf. This is what they consider this, where a lot of the communication was done through the Internet. There were ways for players to play together and New Leaf ultimately like combined those two um, to, you know, end that second generation where right. I guess their examples were the street pass feature where you would just like pass by, you'd get like a portion of pre-recorded information in your game and then get to experience that outside of, you know, that player's experience who actually owns that home that would show up in the happy home suite, right? Right. Or the happy home showcase rather. Um, so from there, uh, New Leaf, like, it was a culmination of those two things. And, you know, they consider that the end of the second generation. But um, Aya Kyogoku said that she felt the elements in New Leaf appealed more to older slash, you know, existing Animal Crossing players. Mm. Like, a lot of the new elements were very targeted toward people who already had some familiarity with the franchise. Mm-hmm. And so what they think of the third generation of Animal Crossing and New Horizons is flipping these things. So mm-hmm. a lot of the n- previous games, they started out the same. You got, you moved into a place, you got a loan, and you know everything kind of builds up from there. You're introduced to the elements over time, but it all kind of starts at the same spot, and it unlocks in a similar direction. What they did was they flipped that thought with New Horizons, where a lot of the new stuff was introduced right at the beginning. So if you think back to like moving on to your deserted island, you're introduced to Nook Miles, crafting, and then eventually the terraforming feature, you know? Mm -hmm. So a lot of the tutorial was based around the new things and really focused around new players, especially people who had zero... Mm experience with the franchise before you know and this all makes sense because you get to that second half of the game where you know it's post um kk slider concert your island's already super awesome kk slider goes there so it has to be (laughs) um but you know like for existing animal crossing players i think 
we understand this part of the game. You know, we understand this as the, oh, this is a sandbox. This is where I just kind of get to do whatever I want and play and do the activities that I enjoy the most, Mm -hmm. right? And so that first half of the game is really focused on teaching new players, like, this is Animal Crossing. It's not a really easy game to understand what the fun is, you know, but here are all of these tasks that we've introduced to kind of help teach that. So the Nook Miles are the biggest example there where, you know, those are different activities you can do around the island, but it's really just showing players like, here is something that you still can work toward while you're not necessarily working toward anything, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, So yeah, the goal was essentially to make the endless gameplay of Animal Crossing more accessible to Mm. those who are new to the game. Like they could learn what types of activities were available and then create their island with that knowledge. And the last thing um, that Aya Kyogoku pointed out, and I'd say it's the most important thing for this series and one of the things that's the biggest change, but... They went into this Animal Crossing game knowing that there's going to be content updates in the future. Mm -hmm. So they've left room for updates. They know that players typically enjoy the game throughout the year. But once they've gone through a year, like they needed a way to make things as fresh as possible during the second year. Mm -hmm. So I have a feeling we're going to see a lot of really cool things show up next year in this game, stuff that we don't expect, stuff that's just like brand new. But they really went into the game, like first and foremost, teaching new players how to play. And then second, having a way to introduce new elements that are going to be special for not only the player, the new players who stick around, but the existing players who've, you know, been accustomed to the franchise for this long right right so yeah overall this was a really interesting thing to read it all made sense to me I think it connected all of the dots pretty perfectly because I had my suspicions that you know obviously there's a plan in game development nobody goes in and just says I'm gonna make a thing and see how it goes right (laughs) I mean I, I guess you know you can do that but For a company like Nintendo, I think they went into this game really knowing what they wanted to achieve, and it feels really clear now. Like, uh, we we have talked about those beginning, like, two, three weeks of New Horizons where it's like, oh, yeah, there's, like, pretty consistently new stuff to do. And then a lot of people got through that and were very entertained and everything, but it gets to the point where... Us long-term fans who know what the game is like understand that, like, this is where we make our fun, Mm -hmm. right? The second half of the game is where we kind of decide what we enjoy in it. And the first half, you know, they really tried to make it as a guide for new players to show them, like, this is what you can do in the game. And eventually, we're not going to be telling you what to do anymore. Like, you're just going to decide on your own. Mm -hmm. And... um. I found it really funny, but there was one point in the, I guess, in the presentation where they said players, you know, with these endless games, it's really up to the player to decide when to stop, like when they're over it. (laughs) (laughs) Like that, that was basically their words. They're like, you know, you're done when you're tired of playing. Yeah, (laughs) that's it. And so I think a lot of people are have been reaching that point 
lately. Mm-hmm. It's been a big conversation where people are like, oh, Animal Crossing, you know, it's something yeah. I did. And to me, that was expected because I'm like, you know, a lot of players aren't like us. <laughs> so it makes sense for some of them to feel like, oh, there's not too much going on. But the updates are, yeah, you know, you know they have some back. real, yeah, they have a real potential to pull people in, bring new people to the game. But overall, like, make really also reward players like us who play as much as possible <laughs> and, you know, just give us something new to do and enjoy. So. So I'm curious if they mentioned Pocket Camp at all in this, um, because I would argue that it's one of the newer generations, too, where it kind of is introducing people to the world of Animal Crossing, um, you know, introducing people who have never played Animal Crossing before to the world. And I think a lot of people came over straight from Pocket Camp to try out New Horizons. Yeah, and you know, it's funny you say all of those things because that's basically exactly what Nintendo said Mm. when they mentioned Pocket Camp. Like, they understood that there was a whole new player base that was introduced to the game through Pocket Camp. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, they understood that, like, it's just new. It's all new ways that they have to think about the game to make it interesting to people who haven't necessarily played before. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, a lot of those same things. Like, th- that was basically what they mentioned. They said, awesome. these are new experiences for people, and we're doing it in a way that doesn't only go... I guess it, they're doing it in a way that isn't solely to satisfy existing players. Mm-hmm. And, mm. I mean, take that as you will, but I, I will say right now, I can tell that they're doing this in a way that's not necessarily to satisfy existing players because I definitely see a lot of existing players who are like complaining (laughs) essentially they're like this is all stuff I've done before why wasn't it here day one Mm -hmm. you know yeah Mm -hmm. and so you know only time will tell how we'll feel about it in the future should this stuff have been in there from day one or does it make sense based on like what is new from the game now so and I think that, that can tint our um, kind of, I don't know if you can call us reviewers or not, but it can tint <laughs> kind of our reporting on the game in the future. Whereas like when we were talking about getting swimming this summer, the three of us were like, finally, we've been waiting for the swimming, um, but maybe we should be looking at it, you know, with those fresh eyes instead Um, whenever Mm -hmm. we get something that is kind of old, because that's what they're going to be doing from now on. Um, And maybe next year we'll get brand new stuff. Yeah, and it's definitely an interesting thing, because I I did a review for the game for Loot Pots, and I essentially focused it very much around those beginning two weeks for myself, Mm -hmm. um, just which was all very introduction-based. It was the building the world of Animal Crossing for those players and taking you through these new uh, tutorials of how to play and everything. And so my hesitation going through it too at the same time was like, I think this game is going to be very different a year down the line. And I think it's going to be worth looking at again and kind of going through and seeing like, what is Animal Crossing a year later, you know? Because I feel like you don't get the full experience in two weeks. Right. Um, there's a lot more to the game, especially like now hitting September. There's all sorts of new crafting materials and DIYs that I'd never had before. Mm-hmm. So it just feels like I haven't experienced the whole thing yet. So I don't have 
the complete look to really say how I feel about like all of these missing things. And even if they're still, I don't know what's going to be missing still by the time we get six months Mm -hmm. down the line here. You're going to have to do a part two review. Yeah. A a complete review of the first year. Now that we know what's in the game, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm sure we'll need another one, like a follow-up <laughs> another year later. <laughs> yeah, that's super exciting that they said to to expect, you know, really different stuff in the second year. Yeah, yeah. They definitely, they know that they how they went into this game, and they know that they have some surprises in store for us. So I'm ready to see it. I'm ready yeah. to be amazed by what we get, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. Cool. So anyways, that was some cool development stuff. Let's go ahead and close out the show with Haken's Islander Corner. For those of you who don't know, every single week we ask our patrons a question on Patreon and read some of their answers out loud here. This week's question was, what's the last thing you do before saving and quitting in New Horizons? (laughs) Um, So yeah, I guess this is kind of the opposite question of last week where we asked people what was the first thing they did when they walked out their door in New Horizons. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I guess let's go Sergio, then Nina, then me. Okay. On this. So our first answer is from Ollie, and they said, the last thing I do before I save my game, if I remember, is clear my inventory so I can start the next session without feeling overwhelmed mm-hmm. by all the flashy hairpins my villagers forced me to take off their hands <laughs> from the last time. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Oli, I do the same thing. I feel like I'm not ready to save until my pockets are empty mm-hmm. so that basically the next day is a brand new adventure. Mm-hmm. I totally do the same thing. Ollie also added a really cute note that says, get well soon, Sergio. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Ollie. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. I'm glad. I I mentioned that you're, you weren't feeling all the way better yet, but right. I'm, I'm glad you could be here, Sergio. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah, it's funny, though, too, because I see this and I'm like, I am somebody who occasionally forgets to organize their pockets before saving and quitting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, like, I kind of like the, having a bunch of stuff to organize to get my day started oh, when I log oh, in the first time. Yeah, yeah see, I've so been I burned kinda... a few times where I, like, go out and try and pick up something and I can't and then I get really mad. <laughs> so I've uh, been clearing out my pockets before I end also. Yeah. And I think where that difference lies is that I still have my mailbox right next to my Mm. place. So a lot of the times like I'm going into my inventory first thing. And so like the, just getting organized and ready for the day, it feels right to me. Gotcha. (laughs) All right. Did you say me next? I can't remember. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Um, so chai cat, I think that's how you say that. I'm sorry if it's not right. Um, (laughs) Says, recently I've been ending my gameplay by ridding my beach of sections of flowers. I planted them there months ago during a terraforming bonanza, and I've had such a hard time deciding where to put them or what hybrids I want to sell after painstakingly breeding them in April. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, I know that feeling. I was about to say, I think that you probably do. (laughs) 
Yeah, there was finally a day, because I did the same thing. I moved all my flowers to the beach and everything, because I was like, I can't get rid of these. I worked hard planting all of these flowers and breeding some of them. (laughs) And so eventually I got to the point where I was like, I'm so tired of my beaches being so full. My inventory's (laughs) full. I have stuff that needs to go on the beach. I'm selling a lot of these. So (laughs) I sold a lot of flowers for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I get that completely. I just Mm -hmm. did it like just one day. One just one day. day, I was just like, I can't, I can't live like this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Anne said, get my villagers present sorted. I keep a log as to who gets what present by color of wrapping paper each day. I like to distribute presents in the morning when I'm doing my daily chores. If I get it done the night before, it saves time and no one gets forgotten. <laughs> oh, nice. That's a really cute way to end it. Just like, you know, talk to your villagers and give them a nice little gift. It's so cute. I and I oh. like that she saves it for the next day so so that, you know, you can get your ducks in order and then reap the bounty the next day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It's really good to get that prepared. Maybe I maybe yeah. I need to start doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I already took you to my, through my order. It's a pretty good order for now. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So, Sarapoko said I run around the places I worked on that day to gain a little confidence in me to go back to my real life. <laughs> nice. Aww. So, yeah, because you do make good progress some days, and you're pretty proud of that. That's nice. Yeah. I always do, like, a run-by. If I've been working on something terraforming or rearranging flowers and statues or whatever, s- sometimes you're just looking at it for too long, and it starts to drive you cra- crazy because, like, yes. even the littlest thing will look wrong. So I'll leave it for a day, or I'll do a run-by where I, like, am just walking excuse me, walking past it or running past it. And if, if it looks fine as you're moving along, then it's fine. Then you're good. Yeah. Let, yeah. It, let it stay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like that too. Um, let's see. Nancelo says, last thing I do is save, or last thing I do before I save is always to check if I have any notifications on my phone. Usually I have some of those Nook Miles Plus to collect, and I don't want to lose out on them. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. That's good. Yep. Yeah, mm. that's a good point. That's a good thing to check into for sure. <laughs> yeah, the um, Nook Miles Plus, or sometimes, like, if someone has sent something over on the Best Friend app and you missed it, it's good to double check for that, too. <laughs> Yeah, even checking, like, the little conversation thing, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, typically, it's just like, oh, this person logged in, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, that's nice. I'm glad they're they're playing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So our last one is from Megan Diane, and they said, before I log off for the night, I take a slow walk throughout my whole island and just try to enjoy it. All day, I spend hustling, trading, decorating, working to make things perfect. So the last thing I do is just slow down and take a good look at what I've done so far. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. That's so Yeah, sweet. that's really sweet. <laughs> that feels very yeah. you, Sergio. <laughs> it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm really glad people are just, you know, out there to have a nice time on their island. And I think that's that's the point. Yeah. It's that's a lot of... Yeah. yeah, that's a lot of people's goals for sure when they're working on their stuff. So it's good to take it in, know that you're taking it one step at a time and eventually you're going to have that island of your dreams, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Um, cool. Well, both of you, always a pleasure to have you on and chat with me about all things Animal Crossing. I think it was another fun show. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode of Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. Don't want the episode to end? Well, you can keep the conversation going by Nintendo switching over to our Discord. Just follow the link in the description and you can talk with other people who love Animal Crossing as much as you do, including Sergio, Nina, and me. Want to support the show in a bigger way and get your voice heard during the show? Visit patreon.com slash Nintendo. You can support our show with just $1, get special access to a secret room on Discord, join in on the Haken Islander Corner, and even read a monthly newsletter covering all things Haken and Chewy Plays. We really appreciate the support and put your money towards some great things on the show. Tuned in on YouTube, the comments are a great place to let us know your answers to the Haken Islander Corner. What's the last thing you do before saving and quitting in New Horizons? If you dig what you hear, please KK slide over to that review section on your platform of choice. Let people know what they're missing out on. Haken is Wild Production brought to you by Chewy, Sergio, Nina, and all of our patrons. We thank you for listening and we hope you have a great week. Goodbye, everybody. See you all next time.